Papa Jack from the Jacks. (laughs) Welcome to the I Am Dot 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 podcast. The podcast for busy mums who want to consume useful shit for their biz and their life. Here we tackle the things we know are holding mums and women back in their business. We're not afraid to tackle the big shit, the bullshit and the good shit. We go from mum guilt to confidently learning how to kick ass in this digital space. We will discuss the world of digital marketing and share life's tips and tricks for getting it done. As six-figure business owners with over 10 years of digital marketing and brand experience and mums to young kids, we get it, we share it, and we own it. So buckle up and let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I think we did that on the screen, maybe. I don't know. That was really good. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the I Am Dot 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 podcast. I am Kristen Werner, your host. And I am Mia Steele, your co-host. And today we wanted to introduce you to exactly what the hell is the I am dot 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 podcast. So we are two content creators that met randomly on TikTok, created a digital product membership business that is thriving after four months. And all of a sudden we're like, what should we do? We should just start a podcast. (laughs) So today we wanted to share kind of our personal stories to introduce ourselves, introduce what we do in our business, why we do what we do, and to kind of let you in onto what this is all about. Because to be honest, this is going to be real. It's going to be raw. It's going to be absolutely no bullshit. No no filters here. (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, So Mia, do you want to start and just kind of maybe... Should we run everyone through what the Digital Hive Hub is first and then maybe our stories and leave it at that, do you reckon? Yeah, so if you haven't found us on TikTok and you've stumbled across or Instagram, our podcast, we're trying to grow on Instagram, but we've got we've got just we're not mm. sure about Instagram. We love it, but we're like why doesn't it grow as quick as TikTok? But that's a side note. Continue. Yes, that is a long story. Now, what was I saying? Yes, if you don't know us from socials and you've stumbled across our podcast, basically we run a digital product membership, mainly for mums. We've got blokes in there too and people who are wanting to turn their passions and, I don't know, purpose into money, basically. And And we – sorry, go I was just going to say, and with that, like, you know, there's there's digital products that you can create, but like how to create a digital product, there's that. But we're really, really driven by what your purpose is and your passion and how to actually yeah. monetize that for the longevity of your business. So this ain't no quick win. We are here to make sure that in two, three years, four years, five years time, like I've been yeah. doing this for 10 years in digital marketing and 20 years in brand and marketing. So this is long haul chat um, yeah. and that's what we're about. Sorry to interrupt. That's what I do. Well, I do that too. So all good. <laughs> um, so yes, it's not about flipping a course or doing, you know, a ChatGPT ebook and flogging the shit out of it. It's building a long-term sustainable business based around what you love, what lights you up, leaning into your purpose, falling into your purpose and monetizing that and designing the life that you want, which is what Kristen and I have done. We have done it. We have turned what we love, what we're passionate about into a digital product and we live our life the way we want to live it, on our terms. We work when we want to work. We've got kids, we're busy, we've got this, we've got that and this lifestyle is amazing and we want other women to have that as well. And to understand that it's not always rainbows and sunshine 
Um, some yep. days you're not smelling the roses, some days you're smelling the dirty washing and it's it's okay. And I think what we really wanted with this podcast especially, but inside the Digital Hive Hub, we're real and raw with our community in there too. But what we wanted with this podcast is to actually tackle some shit that mums have to tackle whilst they're also tackling business. And the reason that we called it the I am dot, dot, dot podcast is because I think there is so much power in saying how you're feeling in terms of like, I am feeling lonely in this space, or I am feeling creative as fuck, or I am really challenged at the moment. So being able to stand in that and actually say that is what we want to talk about. And the other part of it is, um, you know, as we talk to our stories, you'll uncover who we are and what we're all about. But there's something for me and things that I've done in the past is when you say to yourself, I'm Kristen Werner, that's cool. But the second you say like, I am Kristen Werner, there is a power in that. That's this kind of like foundation, this stance that you kind of like shoulders back style. Like you want to just say who you are and feel into it. So that is what this podcast is about. But what is, you know, in saying that as well, it's we're, we're shining a light on the moments in our day, the moments in our community day, what we're responding to around us and going, okay, this is how people are feeling. So let's talk about it. Um, so today we are going to start off with a little bit about us. So Mia, uh, tell me, tell me all about you, why you're here, <laughs> how you got here and your vision for, you know, where you see yourself and where you see this going. Yeah. So today I am Mia Steele. Yeah. I I was a paramedic. That was my identity. I was a paramedic. I got up, I did my 60 hours a week. I quote unquote saved lives, changed the world, did all the things. But that was burning me the fuck out. I was so burnt out. I was I just wasn't feeling anymore. I had that deep knowing inside me that I was made for something else. Even though I was saving lives, like you think that would be something that was like super powerful, but it was actually really draining and it wasn't filling my cup. So I had kids and I think after having kids, it was that pivotal moment where I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. I am not willing to do this anymore. So I quit. I quit and I took a chance on myself. But when did you quit? Could you let people know, Mia, when you quit? (laughs) Just so that they can get a real vibe for you. (laughs) Because I think you skip over that part of it. (laughs) Well, I quit the day before I was due to go back from maternity leave. Like Mm. literally the day before. I was had my shift rostered in. I was, you know, going to be ticking off all my boxes, you know, because when you have time off, you have to go and relearn everything. Um, And, yeah, I literally rang them the day before and I said, I'm sorry, I can't do it. This wave of anxiety came over me. Yeah. See, the wave of anxiety of you doing that just came over me. Like I could never do that. Like I I just, I love the fact that you were literally like, yeah, no, I'm out, man. And then what you've done from that is just so cool. Yeah. Well, I tapped out and I had no plan B. I was like, fuck, I've got to do something now. And so that pressure to highly respected career that I spent a lot of time trying to get into it's not easy to do that and all of a sudden I just quit and now what I'm going to do and I tried business ideas along the way and they all failed and what have you but I yeah I just quit and then for some reason I was on TikTok and I saw a video about creating content and getting paid for that and I'm like well uh, it's worth a try. And did you, because um, TikTok is such a fickle little thing that I remember before I got on there, I was like, nah, it's not for me. It's just not, it's just a bit, it's not my vibe. 
Yeah. So did you have that or did you just kind of find it or had you been looking and curious or? Well, I went through Melbourne lockdown, so it felt like uh, two years. Yeah. So <laughs> that's sort of when it was getting popular and when it was just sort of the teenagers dancing and I had a little bit of a, you know, play around with it, posted a video or two and then gave it the flick. Um but it wasn't until I don't even know how I got back into it actually. I think it was that whole COVID thing and I was just consuming content and just fell back into it again and sort of spiraled into a bit of a depression about it all, I think, with lockdown, being mm. a new mum, all the stuff. And just by chance, it was just by chance a video came across this guy talking about user generated content and that you could make money from home doing videos about things in your house. And I was like, get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) But also, am I going to try it? (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm no influencer. I'm an introverted mother who just quit her job who's like, shit, I need to do something. And I did it. And six weeks later, I made $7,000. What? So I was just from from UGC content? Yep. Damn, girl. Yep. So I was like, wow, okay, there's something in this. So it sort of sparked this whole life change. My partner was in a job, again, 60 hours a week. We had two small kids at home. We're about to build a house, you know, white picket fence, all the things. And I just said, nah, let's sell everything and hit the road in a caravan. I've got this online job now. You're a bit loosey-goosey, aren't you? A little bit (laughs) loosey-goosey. That's that's my spiciness. (laughs) And I don't know how I got my partner to agree, but he did. And we sold everything (laughs) and we just left. And I was making content on the road, a full-time wage. My partner didn't have to work. I was making enough money for us to travel Australia in the caravan. And so was that just with UGC content by then? Yes. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. After a while, it became a lot, creating content, getting the products from brands shipped to our caravan or wherever we were creating the content with two small kids in the caravan. It was starting to become not fun anymore. So I looked th- at I mean, you think? Yeah. <laughs> two small kids in the caravan, mate. We're in the house. I'm like, um, shush, I need to make a TikTok. You need to be down the other end yeah. on the TV. Yeah. Not- <laughs> I know, right? And I'm charging brands $500 for a video. And I've got my kids screaming in the background. So it just wasn't working out anymore. Um, I still loved it, but it wasn't sustainable. So I was just looking at ways to um, – make more passive income so I can enjoy the trip more, have some space, and I fell into affiliate marketing. And Now, can we just stop? Because if anybody's listening yeah. to this podcast, they might be like, oh, affiliate marketing, like, nah, it's the, nah. like this is affiliate <laughs> marketing before maybe you've heard of it potentially now. Like affiliate marketing has been around for yonks. Like, I don't know, I've got the stats somewhere, probably should have looked it up before. Yeah, 80s or 70s, 70s or something, 70s or 80s sounds very familiar. And as a marketer myself, I've done it. I use it in my business very, very passively. But Mia kind of came in at before it really hit TikTok, like kind of started the TikTok craze slash wave of it. So for those that are thinking, oh yeah, I've heard of that course, think just hear the story out, all right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know what was happening in the US. I couldn't really find anything in Australia um, talking too much about it, but I stumbled across an Australian course and, I don't know, us Aussies tend to like to learn from other Aussies and I just, I was curious and I saw a lot of UGC creators in the US, you know, have affiliate links in their bios, and but I just 
I just couldn't understand how it all worked. So I spent 97 bucks on the course and it opened my eyes to this whole new entire world of digital marketing and the foundations of it and how it actually works and yada, yada, yada. Long story short, I just I decided to document my in, uh, journey on TikTok because I couldn't find anyone else being truthful, transparent, documenting what they were doing. So I just started and my account grew and grew and grew and people were interested in what I was doing and I was sharing what I was doing. And in 10 months, I'd made $100,000 in commissions. Damn. Yeah. That's nice. And of course I did other things on side. I started a blog and did all the other things and just was exploring this whole world of digital marketing. And I was following this chick on TikTok. She always used to wear pink. Oh my god. And I like, really she sounds fucking amazing. Who was yeah, she? <laughs> like her videos just popped. I'm like, who is this chick in pink? She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> and so I followed her and I was following her. <laughs> Pretty much from my UGC days. <laughs> Fucking stalker. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Favorited all of her stuff to go back to later. And she, I don't know, she just appeared in my DMs. I'm like, yeah. What's going so on here? guys, spoiler alert, it was me. It's me, me is talking. <laughs> She's wearing yellow today. but I know, how awkward, but also so fun for us. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, I just freaking love your story because I think what's cool is I remember following you and I I saw like your success because what, so what Mia does so well in her content, like so well, is she is so good at documenting an authentic journey and the work that we've been doing in our business through the Frequency Project around human design, it, it, like it just absolutely to a T who she is, right? Uh, and I remember watching her journey and being like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how she's doing it, but I want to do what she's doing. I want to. I want to earn all the money. And I was like, "But I like. I, I know. I should know this shit." And I was like, "Why can't I figure it out?" Um, I was doing it. Just you know, it's one of those things that it was just so magnetic. Your content, I think, and I reached out, and you know, again, long story short, was kind of like, "Hey," it was a Facebook message, and I reached out with a voice message because I'm mad for dropping your voice message. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop you voice messages all the time if you ever get one from me. But like, oh, here she goes. Um, <laughs> Maybe why we started a podcast. But anyway, so I basically just said to Mia, like what I could see. So my background is in brand and marketing and I have been for 20 years. I'll tell you that in a minute. But I could see this huge gap. And that gap was between all these at the time affiliate marketers coming into this space, trying to build their own brands, trying to sell stuff, but not knowing how to actually do it and definitely not doing it authentically. And at that time, Master Resale Rights, if you've heard of it before, it wasn't a thing. Like it literally was born basically the day we birthed our little baby, the hive, but that's okay. <laughs> it's all complimentary and that's what we love in this space. Um, but so at that time, there really was nothing. And so, you know, maybe we fill this gap. And like I basically put most of that in the voice message and then Mia's reply straight back. I've got a screenshot somewhere. And she just said, like, I, I I didn't even need to listen to it. I knew what you were going to say, and it's a yes from me. I was like, okay, we on. <laughs> <laughs> we're on. No, I don't even, I don't I hate Facebook, don't use Facebook. I'm like, I couldn't get into this message. I saw I had a message from this chick, and I'm like, I can't access it, but I know exactly what it's going to say. <laughs> so, and, and ever since then, we have literally just bounced off each other. Every message, every Slack, every email, every suggestion idea. And it, and it went from being 
a digital course, which we said, yep, you could do that, but this needs to be more. Like, like people yeah. need more. We want to give people more passion, more purpose. And so it became a membership where my passion. <laughs> so we um, saw this as an opportunity to, you know, we have weekly lives. We bring in guest speakers where there's so much content in there. It's so rich that you can go in there and immerse yourself. And then the community is amazing. And, you know, so for us, it had to be that. So, you know, we'll talk about the hive later and all the details are in the show notes and all that kind of stuff. But it, that's where the, the membership was birthed in terms of we wanted to create something that filled the gaps that so many different um, memberships and different courses had not done yet. And even with Master Resale Rights Now, I mean, it's a fantastic course if you're starting out, absolutely. But the thing about the membership, and the thing that we love is this community and this sense of support and what we can then bring and, and you know, the conversations we're able to have with our members to really bring out their passion and their purpose. And, and now knowing our human designs even more, like it's only going to get juicier. Like that's the really, really cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. And let's not skip over your story as well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mia. <laughs> we know that I'm a manifesting generator. Sit down, get some popcorn. <laughs> got my DC. I know. So I suppose for for my story is just so different to me is because I have literally been doing this my whole life. Um, in terms of my background is I did a bachelor's degree of a bachelor of visual communications, we'll call it. Vishcom. Vishcom we called it in my time. Um, and that was basically set me up to be a graphic designer. And I did that because um I, my mum kept saying to me, you need to do marketing. You need to do a marketing degree. P.S. My mum doesn't speak like that, but I always do that voice. She does now. No, she does now. So she always, you know, and, and not for, she wanted to push me into it, but I think she believed that, you know, I could sell ice to an Eskimo. Like everybody used to say that to me. And my dad, um, he was in cars and I used to be able to sell cars like on a whim. Like it was crazy shit. And so I think for her, she was like trying to be like, you should go and do marketing. And I was like, that's great, mum, but I don't want to learn marketing from a book. Like mm. I am dyslexic. I struggled at school, but I thrived and loved being creative. And I am good at art and design and drama and, you know, speaking. This is my, this is my fucking passion. But what I love more than anything is when I find somebody that says like, oh, I can't do this. And I'm like, I'm fucking oath you can. Let's do it. Like it's that push, that passion of like making sure that you're put on this planet to do what you want to do and not be like, oh, I should go and do this. No, you do what you can do. Like, let's do the things. So I left, I did graphic design. I left there. Um, I'll never forget. We had like our end of year thing and I was sitting next to my friend's dad and, and he said to me, oh, Kristen, so um, you go, you're going to go get a job? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll see. And he's like, oh, you think one's yes. just going to fall in your lap, don't you? And I was like, yeah, probably will. Lol. And then within a week, one fell in my lap. So that was fun. Ooh, <laughs> we still laugh about that. <laughs> corporate as a, uh, a, not an apprentice, but, you know, what do you call them when you just work experience? It was paid work experience, but um, I went in and by the end of the week, they offered me a job. So at, what are you when you finish uni? 20 somethings? I don't know. I, Young. I was literally <laughs> the first year out of uni, like not even three months out of uni. And um, I've got a full-time job at a corporate. So getting paid money that I had fucking never seen before. And like mm. as a designer, if anybody's listening that's a designer, it's probably like, oh, we get paid fuck all. I was like, I know, I'm soz, guys. We do. We get, we really do. Uh, and so what I was getting paid was ridiculous. So that was cool. So I was like, yep, yeah, great. 
I stayed there for nearly 10 years and I moved from graphic design, I moved into brand and then brand management and then brand and campaign and marketing. So I worked on like multi-million dollar marketing campaigns, worked with TV, all that kind of stuff, um, managed the brand of a, an ASX company and then was made redundant twice. That's two from the same company twice. <laughs> the second time was the finale. The first time they offered me a better job, so that was cool. Um, but the second time, you know, the, the whole company was going through a kind of the global crisis or whatever it was. So unlike Mia, I was not brave enough to take that leap and I did not enjoy my job. The job was good and I learned so much, but it was not me. I was always looking for something else. I was always busy. I was always kind of working on something on the side. And um, so when I was made redundant, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I it was the only way I was going to leave that job because I was about to be able to get like maternity leave and all that kind of stuff that's so lovely. <laughs> but then... <laughs> I know it's so shit to be a woman sometimes that that's oh. the decision you make. It's not like, yeah. do you love your job? You should stay. It's like, hey, look, if you're going to have babies and you want to get paid, yeah. you've got to stay in your shit job. <laughs> yeah, oh, basically. cool, man. Um, so, yeah, I left there and I just have tumbled through the most exotic and exciting and fucking scary times of my life. But they have just given me so much. And now to look back and see that I have done that, like every business I have started has started with my idea, like, and has been successful. So I had a girlfriend who was actually my brother's ex-girlfriend and we will get her on the podcast one day. She's amazing. Um, she rang me up randomly and was like, hey, can you, she's in marketing. And she said to me, hey, can you come and um do some work with a company she was working with. I was like, yeah, cool. So I remember sitting around her dad's, her mum and dad's um, table and she said to me, well, you need a business name. And I was like, okay. She was like, we'll just go and register one. I was like, oh, okay. So I made it up on the spot. We bought it that day. And that was like the start of my business. So I did brand for them. I worked for small, large businesses doing their brand and marketing and then started my own small business uh, called The Own It Project, which is a topic we'll talk about one day. We'll dig into it. We were... I was working with a, another business partner and we worked with um, female students, like young women, and talked to them about resilience and um, strength of character and personal branding. And it was just like if, and that was pre-digital courses, like that was just on the cusp of digital courses. Like digital courses came around about 2016, 15, 16. And this was on the cusp of that and I truly believe if we knew what we knew now like that would have been an astronomical digital program but at the same time like everything we're going to talk about in this podcast it wasn't meant to be but what I learned is now meant to be so it's it's really cool so yeah divine anyway we worked with like hundreds and hundreds of school students and had so many young women be like you changed my life I'm like man that that's Mm -hmm. the shit that goosies yeah, that's the shit that I still remember some of the girls like, you know, had like eating disorders and shit like that. And they'd come up to us and they'd be like, you actually changed my life. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah. no, like you did. Like I started talking about my friend that, you know, I have an eating disorder and we started talking about it and I'm getting help. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. So, you know, the reward in that and just having that, giving them this confidence that they could be themselves and that they didn't have to, you know, be what everybody's society was telling them to be. And look, it's a fucking big thing. We'll chat about that one day. But we will. 
Um, and then that just led me down the path of continuing to build my own brand business and coaching business. And I started a wedding business on our vineyard that is a bespoke wedding business that I thrive and love. And then literally stepped into Mia's space, started consuming or stepped into TikTok actually from Instagram. Because Instagram was giving the shits because I was like, I cannot handle same shit different day. Like, don't be telling me how I need to make my content to go viral. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to try this TikTok business. And I think what was cool is no one knew me on TikTok. Like everybody knew me on Instagram, family, friends, you know, colleagues and things like that. So when I moved to TikTok, it was fresh because no one knew me and I could be me and I could just create and I could talk about shit and like get it done. And that's when I stumbled over Mia's content and I was like, Hmm, who is she? I think I want to be her friend. (laughs) Just slide into her DMs. I'm just going to send her a cheeky DM. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, um, like, for us then coming together, I, I just can't believe how it's happened and I cannot believe the community we've created and the community, the, the, the wealth and just the joy of the women and men in there and what they are bringing to each other and what, what we're able to bring to them and vice versa. Like it's so rewarding. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We love getting in there every week and just speaking to these people who are just, just being in a community with like-minded people. When you're on this journey, it can be very lonely. Mm. Not everyone thinks the way that you think Um, you have all these business ideas. You want to do this and that and this and, you know, you're talking to your family and they're, you know, they're cool, just a normal job and doing what they do. So, yeah, it's been freaking amazing. Which is hilarious. As you say that, I was like, um, Mia and I have both spoken about this and, and we'll share it here because I'm, I have a funny feeling you might be the same. But have you, it's either with your family or you go out to dinner with your friends. Like I've been out to dinner with a couple of my amazing friends and I love them to death. And they're all talking about their work, like how's work, what's it gone? They're all having a chat. I'm asking them questions about their work, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm driving home in the car. I was like, not once did any of them say, hey, Chris, what are you doing? Like, how's your stuff going? Like, they don't actually know even how to ask me. And that's no fault of their own. Like, shit, if they're yeah. listening, I love them to death. And probably because they're not in this space. Like, they don't, they're not built. Entrepreneurs are yeah. built. They're, we're fucking weird. We're so weird. And so, so weird. cool. I love being this weird. Yeah. But what we found with the membership is all of a sudden, all of us weirdos are just hanging out, like lifting each other up to the roof and being like, cool, you want yeah. to talk about indoor plants and sell that mm-hmm. to someone? Awesome. We're going to show we you how. Yeah. Like we get it and, and we want to nurture that. And so I suppose if nothing else, we hope this podcast is that as well, is to kind of like come here learn, cry, laugh, whatever it might be, but feel like you're supported in a space that really can feel incredibly lonely. Yeah, but is also incredibly amazing. Oh, so good. So good. And so quickly before we wrap up, because this is going to be super short, but soz guys, Um, I suppose maybe just like inside the Digital Hive Hub, what could someone expect in terms of what they could learn what's in there and what could they get out of it? I suppose maybe we'll just wrap that up and then we'll leave everything in the show notes so you can have a bit of a look through yourself. But yeah, what's one thing that like, you know, the things in there that you could take away from? Yeah. I mean, it's not your regular course. It's a membership. So think of it like a hub, a toolbox where you can go in and learn how to monetize your purpose, your passions, whether it be through content or digital product or affiliate marketing 
It's a place where you can go to find your purpose, figure out what that is and what it is that you want to monetize and then actually monetize it with a family, a bunch of people. Yeah. Like there's, there's big learning tools. Like it's, you know, like you do your why, but we really take you into it and we get you thinking about like, we we make you fucking uncomfortable because if you're Mm. uncomfortable, you're learning. If you're comfortable, you're cruisy, things are good. You're really not learning. Well, the second you get uncomfortable, that's when the good shit starts happening. And And that's what we push you to do. Yeah. A lot of people come in there thinking they know what they want to do and they do the work and they're like, ah, yeah, nah, that I was wrong. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's all the tools to kind of go from having absolutely no idea to selling and scaling your business. So um, I suppose for us, that's a quick wrap up on who we are because we wanted you to understand where we've come from, our passions, our expertise as well. And each and every week we are going to come to you with I am dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, for this week, we will wrap up and we shall see you next week. Ciao, ciao. See you. Shit podcast. Wait, it's, 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 it's so many good ones too. <laughs>